Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for uh, tuning in to episode 5 here of the X-Button Gaming Podcast. Uh, this episode, we basically spend the majority of the time talking about the Game Awards that just aired this past week. Um, so, I'm not going to waste a lot of time here, but if you have any thoughts, anything you'd like to add, any games you're excited about, uh, definitely feel free to reach out to us at X-Button Gaming on either Instagram or X-Button Gaming 1 on Twitter, and we will, uh, we'd like to hear it. It's a lot to be excited about. Uh, lots of new stuff coming out. So, anyways, uh, thanks again for tuning in, and uh, let us know what you think. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of the X Button Gaming Podcast. And guess who we have back here with us again? You thought you were rid of him, but you are not. He's making weird noises over here, like Blue from Blue's Clues. <laughs> My friend Alex <laughs> I'm is not back a dog. again. You're kind of a dog. That's what the ladies call you. <laughs> Alex the dog. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Good. Good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for being willing to be back. Uh, this time of year, apparently a lot of people are on vacation, mm-hmm. <laughs> and people are busy, so I'm glad that like you us. were available. Uh, we're yeah. on vacation. We're on vacation doing this podcast because every time we hang out together, <laughs> it's, it's like a, a beautiful trip. vacation. But how's things been since you were on here uh, a whopping two episodes ago? Good. Um, nothing to complain about. Nothing to really talk about. Well, that's good. Hopefully, you have something to talk nothing about. Nothing happened between. Nothing episodes. has happened. You have had a boring. Was it been? Is that four weeks? Whoa. Yeah. That's exciting. How much yeah. did that cost? Um, I mean, it's probably cheaper than what a retro the retro game market is right now. <laughs> um, well, anyway, I'm glad that you could be back on here. Um, but let's go ahead and just get into it. Uh, most we know that most of the the subject will be taken up by or most of the talking today will be taken up by one subject, one all encompassing subject. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Um, but first, like normal, let's go ahead and talk about what we've been playing. So since we've talked last, have you played anything new, different, or the same? Definitely. After your last episode about the roguelites mm-hmm. and roguelikes, I finally picked up Dead Cells. Oh, did you? Yep. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. What you? Th- how, how much have you played it since? Um, I haven't finished it yet, um, but I've played a lot, so I'm not good enough to get to the end. <laughs> it, that it's a kind of I it doesn't do a good enough job of keeping track of how many deaths you've had, or if it does. It's not in your face because I don't remember it how many. It has I, told me like how many games, that, how many runs I've had. Okay, ignore and that whole sentence like I just said. Twenty then. or thirty or forty. Oh, that's not bad then. If you're not at a hundred yet. You're still doing alright. Okay, that's good. That's encouraging. <laughs> I'm, I've got. I think I got to the end, boss. I don't remember. Or maybe the... near to the end, but it's just it's hard. Yeah. And I, I'm still learning the controls and it's... the the best like way to get through. Yeah, and that's what it is. And the, the one thing I liked about Dead Cells, as you probably noticed, is the branching level paths. Yes, I like that. Um, and some are just a little easier to get to know mm-hmm. and a little less maybe danger along the way. Yeah, certain enemies are give me a lot of oh, yeah. issue. Like there's this one that will... Um, it's a big big brute guy, and he can like pull you from afar to oh. where he is. Yeah, and so you can't just run away. He will just drag you into the fight mm-hmm. each time. It's a pain in the butt. And the the one thing with most rogue games, like we talked about a little bit on the last podcast, is that 
there's so much randomness to it. Mm-hmm. And like Dead Cells and Spelunky and some of these are really good at having a, a like a large pool of items yeah. and weapons you can get, but sometimes not getting the right one just mm-hmm. makes a run just so much harder. I mean the the pool of right ones is huge, but certain enemies you just can't use certain weapons <laughs> yeah. well. So not getting the right thing just makes it that much harder to advance. But then there's those people who seem to have no problem with just, like, their fists Mm -hmm. and going through and winning the game. Wait, you can use your fists? I'm just, that was just a blanket statement uh, on roguelites in general. But I don't, I mean, I haven't, honestly, I haven't played Dead Souls in a couple years now, so. It's still good. My memories are a little, I just remember how much I liked it. Yeah. But I don't remember, like, I couldn't even start naming off weapons right now. Um, But I'm glad you played it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You'll have to let me know when you finish it for the first time. Yeah, that'll be exciting. I think I only ended up finishing it a couple times before I got distracted and moved on to mm-hmm. other things. But it's still but, in my library. Yeah, like Nick said, it's just a very addictive uh, uh, cycle that you go through. Yeah. And then like it does have like the the cells that you collect uh-huh. that carry over. And like some of that stuff that just adds a lot of replayability to it, too. Because you, yeah. you, you feel like you have... Even if you die, you still feel like You've you're progressing. Something. Yeah. Unless you're like me and you try to hoard as many cells as possible yeah. for the like big upgrades, and then you die right before <laughs> that. I've made that mistake before. So, no, oh, that's cool. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, have you played anything else? Um, let's see. Old, still playing Unite. You know, they got the oh, updates yeah. going on. Um, they're improving the game a little bit by little bit, which is cool. Got a new Pokemon they unlocked. Uh, Sarina. Who? Well... Uh, Digivolve was unlocked. Oh, that was like he was like a month ago. What, yeah, but the it? newest one is Sarina. Or oh, the grass, grass, the one, the, yeah. the Pokemon that the creeps out there kind of yeah, find that a little one. sexy. <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> um, all right, did you unlock her? Or are you saving it's your coins? Free, yeah. Oh, it's free. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yep. I have not played Unite in a while. I got, wouldn't say I got burnt out, but I found it hard to keep up with everybody. Yeah. With all the other things that I'm playing, so I was just kind of like. I forget this it's not, game. <laughs> it's not priority at all. Yeah, I um, get it. But I do enjoy it. It's a fun mm-hmm. game to play when you're, especially when you're all together and you can actually play a squad match. Yeah, together. But I'm glad you're still enjoying it. Have they added anything else to it other than new characters, any new modes, or new tweaks that have made it more? Uh, it's winter time, so they added Articuno instead of Zapdos into one of the maps. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like little details like mm-hmm. that. I mean, and changed it up a little bit. Like some of the Pokemon are more of the winter themed. That's cool. Yeah. Well, good. Any anything else you've been playing? Finally, got to try um, an Oculus Quest Two, and oh, really? played a little bit of the Vader Immortal game. Oh, had you not played it yet? No. What'd you think? I was amazed. Yeah, I so I have I say that like I have played it. I ha- I've played it uh-huh. like a demo, but I have not played through the whole thing. Yeah. But I'm I'm talking over you now. But I understand what you I need it. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> yeah. No, it's I I don't remember if I told you, but Jasmine. Uh, Bought, I, we bought one for Jasmine because she loves Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. And even though I already had a PSVR, I it's just so much easier to use. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and it's like HD, whereas a PSVR seems a little bit like PS3 in comparison. Yes. Um, but yeah, Vader Immortal, man, like I need to play it. I keep putting it off because now I want to play it on hers. Mm-hmm. But she uses hers all the time. So I'm like, I need to send her away for a week so I can just, <laughs> <laughs> so I can just steal it and play. But how, how much did you play of it? I played... Um... Maybe the first few chapters, like I finally got a, I got a lightsaber in it, okay. so that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, I mean it's in your hands. You can see your hands. It's like you're there. I 
I mean, you remember, I'm sure most people remember, unless they're a kid now, being a kid and, like, this being the dream. Mm -hmm. Like, being inside of a video game. Yep. And there are times where, like, it is, the thing I appreciate most about VR is how immersive it is. And when you're in it, sometimes it's easy to forget. (sighs) Like, it's easy to get lost in it. Yeah. Is what I guess what I was trying to say. Like, it's just... I don't know. The immersion is 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 very correct. Yeah, and I'm not sure, but I, I did I did it in a hotel room, and like the amount of space. Hold up, you played VR in a hotel room? <laughs> yeah, it was Billy's. Okay, okay, we're not gonna get into this. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, the space in the hotel room is gonna be limited. Um, well, I mean, not much more limited than where I live. But, uh, that's the problem we run into. Yeah. Um, but you can set up, you know, your boundary for the game, and mm-hmm. you can maneuver around in that. But I wonder if you can, like, make it room size and walk around, like, a whole area in the game almost. I, I mean, possibly. I I know that that room scale, you, you have a lot of fr- yeah. leeway as to what you can draw out your room. So I'm not going to say for sure, but if I end up downloading it before you end up getting it... yeah. Maybe I can try it out and let you know. Oh, man. Go to, like, a parking garage and just oh man, make it huge and then, like, just not even have to tel- teleport anywhere. You just walk <laughs> everywhere. You just walk. Which this, this is getting a little off topic, but it is on the topic of VR. Um, did you ever do, down in California, in downtown no. Disney, they had that, I, I don't remember what did. it was called, that Star Wars experience? I never did. Dude, that, that is what you're talking about now, right now, though. I think it's gone now. It is. But the, the coolest thing about that, I did it with my nephew, Zach, and it is, they they give you... So light, you put on the VR headset, and then you're basically attached to a track. Mm-hmm. You put on a uh, harness, and then you, everything that you see in the game. <laughs> Just imagine you're like on a like <laughs> you're picked up by the yeah. your shoulders and like <laughs> and they're around. carrying you around. <laughs> um, but everything you do in the game is in the the world around you. So you look, you're looking, you're looking for a blaster. You see a blaster, you go to pick it up. There's a blaster there oh, that you wow. pick up and is now your in-game. You use that blaster to fire and everything. When you go up to a door and you have to push a button to open the door, there is a panel there with buttons and you have to push the right button. Oh, wow. um, you know, you, there are other things you need. they needed to simulate. Uphill, mm-hmm. um, like opening stuff. They did it properly through simulating in mm-hmm. this room. It was a really cool experience. Yeah. Um, wasn't that long. Maybe I would say it probably took us 15, 20 minutes to do the whole thing. But we had a blast. It was yeah. just so cool. <laughs> the cool thing with VR is that you could have that kind of room. Um, like maybe just have a few different like areas set up. And with VR, it can pretend like a, each area, you know, it'll be the same uh, physical setup. But it'll be a new VR like area. Yeah. It's a really there's so much potential. I think we're yeah. just kind of starting to crack the surface, and with games like, I mean, I haven't played it, but like Half Life Alex and mm-hmm. um, like even like the Resident Evil game that came out, yeah. it sounds like they're really pushing the boundaries of what e- VR can do. I'm hoping they keep on doing that, and yeah. that it keeps on getting accepted because it needs to like get a, to the critical mass point where people are have <clears throat> enough people have the the setup for it, and then there's enough games that people want to. Play. Yeah, I I agree, and I think it's becoming more affordable. Mm-hmm. I would not say if you know it's still not cheap. I don't but know. The Quest Two is like it's only pretty good it's three hundred bucks, which yeah. that's the price of a console, which uh-huh. isn't that bad. Way less than a cell phone, it. you know. Like, yeah, and the technology behind it is it's impressive. Yeah, like there's no. I like my PSVR. I've used it a lot, but there's no denying the Quest is a way better VR yeah. headset. Um, 
and I'm curious to see what Sony will do with their yeah. next gen VR headset. If they can untether it and mm-hmm. stop get get rid of the use of the camera, I think they will. If if they do that, I might end up looking into upgrading to that and just having and getting rid of my old one. Yeah, because um, they'll be able to. I think they'll be able to. Uh, what's it called when you have the streaming? I guess stream the games to it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which would be. I mean. They have all that's, that potential. That's already a, an ability of, the, I think the Quest has that. To, of streaming? Yeah, from yeah, your it, PC. I'm pretty sure it does. It's not great, but it's not as good as if you had it connected directly by the HDMI or whatever. Yeah, but it's still nice to have the option. But by the time the PSVR 2 comes out, I think they'll have that probably yeah. locked down. I think you're right. And that's not coming out for another year or oh, so. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, so they have time to make it even closer to perfect, so. Yep. But the Switch VR will be pretty cool. Yeah, the Switch. We'll need a Switch 2. <laughs> well, I mean, we do have Labo VR, but uh, Wouldn't it be cool if it was? Like, that was their next console? Uh, just a fully VR? Yeah. I mean, I believe that Nintendo could do whatever they put their mind to. I know. Especially when it comes before. to creativity. They've so. never had a VR system before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never. They weren't <laughs> the first ones to do it unsuccessfully. <laughs> I do like my Virtual Boy that I never play. It looks good on display, though. Um, okay, so you played Vader Immortal. Uh, anything else you've been playing? And not that I can think of. Okay. Um, well, as far as me, in the last podcast, I mentioned that I was starting Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. I Just in time. Just in time. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. But I ended up, I did finish it a couple days ago. And, man, that game was creepy. <laughs> like, Tri- trippy, too, right? Yeah, it is so trippy. You don't know what's going on. Not at all. <laughs> and then at the... I guess it's a spoiler, but at the end it's explained to you like it's basically alien type stuff, but okay. um it's I just was not expecting <laughs> it's a game I remember when that game came out when I was at GameStop and it was a three sixty exclusive and I was like, It looks really cool and just I finally now, ten years later, have played it. Um the funny thing to me though is it just didn't feel like a remaster. It felt which I know this is all te- we've talked about it. It's all just very technically there's small things keeping these things apart but it felt more like like one of the hd oh yeah um, upgrades upgrades yeah. from like a hd port yeah it uh-huh. did not like remaster just felt like a, if they would have called it alan wake hd i think that would have been a f- more fair sell because the game still looks like a 360 game just polished up and it's very very like wonky at times like yeah. the controls themselves are fine but like the cutscenes are just terrible <laughs> like the voice acting's good nothing's wrong there but like it gets like super like laggy and like just odd hmm. but I mean, other than that i i enjoyed the game there was a couple times where i kind of got a little bored but once it started the story started to pick up i kind of i got into it and finished it in a short period of time it wasn't a very long game yeah i think i dropped off at the boring part probably yeah i played, I played the beginning of it and just wasn't quite able to get into into it like um i think there's just too much in between you know the action parts and just the exposition yeah the first chapter which is probably if you dropped off that's probably where it's just a lot of walking yeah and then like sporadic like oh you're being attacked oh mm-hmm. you're walking again <laughs> and like these big and it's linear but these they're still kind of big areas where you just kind of like wander around and yeah nothing really happens like it take it's not until like closer to the end of the second chapter where the story starts to pick up and things mm-hmm. start getting a little more interesting but so yeah i've finished that i i'm thinking i might try to platinum it but i'm not sure i only need like five trophies but one of them's playing through it on the hardest difficulty so 
I'm not sure that I want to do it, but you do want to. I probably will. I'm a sucker for trophies. It's stupid. Um, but yeah, that was kind of the main thing I played. I've been playing Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond oh, that's still, right. about but that. I'm still just trying to hatch a shiny Croagunk. <laughs> You're and stuck in the first town, pretty much. <laughs> I have to be past like 4,000 eggs. At this point, I'm too far in to stop. I, and I'm just like fr- so frustrated. I'm like, I've never had this much. I, and I know the shiny Pokemon is all about, it's a vanity thing. But I want to use this Pokemon on teams in the future. So, like, I want it to be perfect. And it will be perfect. It will be. <laughs> so, I don't Do know. you know if in this one there's the ability to change nature and... Um, like the ability capsules? Ability and capsules. Like the mints and stuff? Mints. And then even the super training? Um, I don't know if there's super training. I know there are ability capsules. I know there are bottle caps and stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, but I don't know if there's mints and I don't know if there's... <clears throat> mints make a the huge difference. Mints are very nice. Um, uh, well, the Pokemon's just one of those things that yeah. one of these times we're going to have to have an episode about Pokemon. And also, if you don't play Pokemon, you may not know what mints are. Yeah, we just sound like and... we're talking about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it, yeah, anyway, I'm wasting a lot of time <laughs> just trying to hatch a shiny Croagunk. But hopefully, in two weeks, when they have the next episode, I'll have finally done that and I can move on in the game. Do you have a nickname already picked out for it? No. I if it's a if it's a female, I'm probably gonna go with um Asui, which is a character from uh My Hero Academia. Okay. Who she is um her quirk is basically she's a frog. Oh, she has nice. frog like she has a long tongue and other frog like uh, abilities. Mm-hmm. Um but I haven't decided on if it's male, because you know, obviously I can't mess with the gender once right. attached. Um so if it's male I'll have to figure it out. But I have a couple ideas, but I want to say them because I probably I'm not like married to either of them. How about Krogi? Krogi, Krogi the Krogunk, or I could just name it Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, since we're on the topic, one of the coolest tattoos I've ever seen was there was a, I don't remember where I was, some electronic store. This dude had a Krogunk tattoo, but he had Frog's outfit on from Chrono Trigger. So he's holding his sword and his shield, and it was just a really cool crossover tattoo. I was very impressed. <laughs> I was nice. like, that is the coolest tattoo I've ever seen. So, um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think I've been playing anything. Nothing that I can think of. If I started something, it didn't stick. I bought a couple of Dragon Ball Z games I posted on the Instagram. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but, you know, they went to the pile of things I need to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. The collection. My my ever-growing collection that I don't have room for, but I refuse to stop adding to. Okay, so on that note, it's time to get to um, the news, or in this case, basically the whole episode. Yeah. Um, because yesterday was... The Game Awards. It was the There's Game Awards. Not Video Game Awards. But, yeah. But it was Video It game was the Video Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, it's not like they talk about board games and card games, no. so it's the Video Game Awards. Um, I know... As a obviously a big fan of video games, I do always look forward to the video game awards because it's just kind of it feels kind of fun as like somebody who's a, just been a nerd their whole life to have a show dedicated to your passion, your hobby, yeah, and it, to feel like you know the Oscars or the Emmys or whatever all those other ones are, um, a very similar caliber. And in the course of the five years or so, five six years that it's gone solo and gotten away from like Spike and stuff, the quality has gone way up. You can you can mm-hmm. see how much I don't know whether it's just getting more sponsors or just 
how much more money's coming into them where they're able to put on these shows that are just so much more extravagant. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, just getting into it, I guess. Um, I always enjoy uh, Jeff Keighley. Um, I actually met him a few years ago at... No oh, at the... Nindies. Oh, I'm wearing that there? shirt right now. I was there too. Then. Um, yeah, you probably. I didn't I, meet him. I wouldn't have been like, guys. <laughs> I wasn't sure that anybody else knew who he was because at the time I think I was the only one that was familiar. I knew him not just from the video game awards, but going back to about 2008, 2009, when I was early at GameStop, we had GameStop DVDs, and he was the host. Oh, so I was already familiar cool. with him before the video game awards. So I actually I saw him there, and he wasn't like talking to anybody. He was just kind of like standing around and i so i went up and talked to him for You're a couple like, hey, minutes it's me chris from from gamestop you remember me you're already bro she's like get out of here no i just I, I i did there was a moment it was like i think he was like do i know you and i was like no we've never met <laughs> like but i was just like i just you know i like the video game awards and i've seen you forever so i thought i'd come up and talk to you super nice guy like he just thought we just talked for a couple minutes i don't remember what about but he did not seem like off put or like put mm-hmm. out to have to talk to me which he didn't have to. He could have walked away. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't feel like I was that like, talk to me now. <laughs> but anyway, um, well, so let's get into it. So I didn't watch the pregame stuff because I was, I was going to, but I didn't get home in time from work. I think it was just a few like uh, trailers, like like pre-trailers, I guess. Like, uh, what was going to come? to come? Okay. Yeah. And I think a couple of awards that they were like just kind of throwing out. Yeah, there. the ones that basically people don't really care about. Uh-huh. The quick, the 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 sideline awards. Yeah. Which they do that throughout the show too. Uh, they'll say like, and then some other awards, and they'll list mm-hmm. off a few. Um, they're not headliners, but still cool. Did you have a? Did you do any voting this year on the game awards? No. Because you can go to the website. Um, prior to the Next event, year. probably. Yeah, next year. I'll send out a reminder. Next year, I, I Dread will get the award for <laughs> fan favorite. They'll bring it back. <laughs> um, at least, well, we'll get into that, too. So, okay, anyway, let's go ahead and start off. Once the show started, they started with uh, the first gameplay reveal of the Ninja Theory game, Hellblade 2. Wait, you forgot about Sting. Oh, yeah, I forgot the Sting performance. <laughs> yeah. I watched it, too. I was just like, when is this going to end? <laughs> it took a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I am not... I have no problems never with Sting, a Sting fan. as a person, but as a music, I was just like, <laughs> not the way to start the show for me. <laughs> I do not know what it is about his voice, but I do not like it. And I know people love him, but I, you are somewhat of a Sting fan. Did you enjoy the performance? I'm a police fan. Not just so, no Sting solo stuff. I mean, stuff. some of his solo stuff. Just every breath you take. Exactly, that is the song. Yeah, or Roxanne. There uh-huh. you go, here's my police Roxanne. knowledge. <laughs> Which then makes me think of the community episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Pierce laughing, his cackle. Uh, uh, so, any, anything to say about the No, porn? nothing at all. Okay, well, we're going to pretend <laughs> like we never was, even it, brought that it up. Happened. It did happen. It was there. I'm sure it was good if you cared. Um, but Hellboy 2, Sen- Senua's song. Okay. Hellboy 2? Did I say Hellboy 2? What did you, what did Hellblade you say? Hellblade 2. Hellblade, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're making a game based off of a movie, a sequel to a movie. A sequel to a, a sequel. <laughs> yeah, to a dead franchise. Um, all in all, not a game I'm probably going to play, but no. I will say this. I was watching the preview and I was like, holy crap, he did say this was actual game footage. Yeah. That game looks incredible. Like, the graphics in that game are just... I mean, it looked it looked like... Uh, yeah. Like like you know video in game I know video over... but that, that's the thing is that it's how much of it is a game actually then oh I have no idea I don't know anything about like it looks the like first you do game. two things you 
you run and you throw things at even, the... You probably don't even run. You probably just... Kind of jog. I mean, no, it probably runs for you. <laughs> I don't Do know. Do you think so? I think they were controlling like, it, but... Maybe, but then there's also just, like, you run to this person and you pick them up and it's, like, just all part of, like, a... A cinematic event. Cinematic event, event. yeah. So, I will say this, though, because, like, some games I've played in the last couple of years, they have those sections uh-huh. um, where it is kind of, like, almost... Like, you're running through an area, and it is playing you through. Yeah. Um, and you do basically follow the line, the the story, yeah. even though you're playing it. But then once you get out of that said section, mm-hmm. there's a lot more control and stuff again. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, same, like... I'm, it's like the evolution of quick time events. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we've gotten away from just pushing Which is square better, X, but, but not not a huge improvement, I guess. But a little it, bit better. It's getting there. The, it makes it more immersive. Yes, without which, seeing the the prompts for yeah, pressing a button. Which is which that in itself is good. You feel you're not jarred aware of what mm-hmm. you're doing by a giant triangle slowly shrinking in front of you, or you know something sink. To yeah. repeatedly push X. I guess, yeah. I guess it is a big improvement. Just, it is the same thing, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, But yeah, I wonder what the actual gameplay looks like for that game. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see more about it. Is mm-hmm. it like... I mean, granted, before this podcast, I could have just went and watched gameplay footage for Hellblade 1. But <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't finish watching that and think, wow, there's the first one I need to play it. I think I've heard of it, but I don't know. I'm impressed with what it looks like, but doesn't look all that intriguing to me mm-hmm. i don't know the characters look kind of like like vikings or yeah. like something along those lines and the enemy was like a giant like giant attack on man. titan yeah human type uh-huh. thing <laughs> like i don't know uh great looking game but that's all i really have to say about it mm-hmm. uh, but the next announcement that was a cool one what was that star wars eclipse oh yeah i wrote that down too i don't have it in i don't know if i have everything in the same order you do because but, I didn't write everything down right in... Oh, I, I see what yeah. you're saying. I, I was going back and forth, writing things down and tweeting things. But okay. I think I got most... So if we got things out of order, we got things out of order. Well, it's not out of order. It's just I don't know if that was the next one. Oh, yeah. I might have missed something in between. Yeah. Because when I would go to tweet something, sometimes More I'd have like to... me. <laughs> I mean, it could be either way. So forgive us, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're trying. Um, so what did you have next? Um... Nothing. I mean, yes, about it had to do with Star Wars, but okay, I wasn't sure if that was the next game. I think it was. I think I got the games correctly in yeah. line. I think. Well, let's go with that. Okay, so we're go with your list. I'm just going to talk about it. Okay, well, let's do that. That yeah. might make it less confusing for yeah. us and everybody else. <laughs> um, so, Star Wars Eclipse. I'll let you talk about what you thought about the trailer first. Um, I like Star Wars, but I want <laughs> a trailer to. I mean, it's like the. The older public games, they had really, 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 really cool cinematic trailers that weren't the game. Mm-hmm. And this feels like the same thing, but it is Quantic Dream, and they're known for cinematic, cinematic games. Yeah. So it it may very well be that was somewhat what we're going to be seeing footage-wise in the game, but it doesn't tell you what the game actually is. Yeah, we know absolutely nothing about gameplay. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about the High Republic setting. Yeah, I am too. I haven't read any of those books. Have you? I have. So you have read some? I've so read you one, have at yeah. least a little bit of knowledge on what's going on in yeah. that time period. I mean, I know a few things, like Yoda's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know the concept of the High Republic. But I think this will probably be my first, even by the time it comes out, I don't see myself reading any of the books between now and then. You probably won't uh, need to. Um, yeah, so this will probably be my first real foray mm-hmm. into the High Republic. But I will say, first off, the game did a, it just, for you and me, 
both Star Wars is shown, we get excited. Yeah. I was excited the second I saw any once I realized it was a Star Wars trailer. Yep. Um one thing I am confused confused about though, not confused. I'm, I want to see gameplay very specifically because Quantic Dream is a weird choice yeah. of publisher. For an action adventure For, game. Yeah, it, they, because Heavy Rain, Indigo Prophecy, mm-hmm. uh, Beyond Two Souls, and Hu- Detroit Human, um, Becoming Human, all those games are extremely linear. Yes. Sir, and now, of course, Heavy Rain had very big branching storylines, but you couldn't leave those branches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it. So I, I'm just curious. Is it going to be that kind of a game where our the story, the decisions we make have big impact, but what we do around them is minimal? Or, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say. Anything yeah. we say is speculatory. But, but the likelihood is high that I'll play it. Yeah. Oh, it's a no-brainer. I'll buy it day one. I'll play it right away. And as long as it's not like Squadrons where I don't understand <laughs> how to play, how the combat actually works, I'll continue to play it. Um, so after that was, they revealed the award for best performance, and that was uh, Maggie Robertson, who played Lady Domitresque yes. from Resident Evil Village. I was so, glad it wasn't um, Giancarlo Esposito, <laughs> not because he's a bad person. Because he, was, he was there. But <laughs> just because he's an actor, Yeah, you know? Of course, he, yeah, he was, why wouldn't he win, in theory, because right. he does it for a living already. That's not a sleep. I mean, it's not, that, well, the point is, like... It's the same thing like when Hollywood uses celebrities as their voice actors for things when there already are voice pre-established, actors, yeah. pre-established voice actors for in the in the um, in the uh, what's it called the industry the industry, yeah, industry yeah. yeah which is why like Jimmy Neutron was such a big deal because it was an actual full fledged mm-hmm. uh, theatrical release that did not go to Hollywood stars they used the voice actors yeah um, but yeah I do I see what you're saying and I I agree with that she was obviously way happier to win that award mm-hmm. than uh, Giancarlo Esposito would have been yes. <laughs> if he had won it. Because he obviously, appre- you could see when he did the, um, I, I, I think I tweeted it, but I don't have the note here of what he um, oh, he presented? The, the presented. What did oh, he, he present? presented Best Indie Game. Best Indie. And what won Best Indie Game? That was the Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Oh, that's right, which I have on my to play list. I, I feel like I should play it, it too. It looks really good. Um, I don't, I yeah, I tweet. I, I sent out a tweet, so that's where I think some things are gonna okay. fall straight here. Is when I got distracted by tweeting something, I didn't always put it in this this list that I have. But anyway, she, her appreciation was like awesome. Yeah. Like I was very happy. She seemed very happy to win. I was happy for her. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, and then after that, uh, very um, good timing yeah, on timely. my behalf yes, uh-huh. was Alan the Wake. reveal of Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Literally the day after I beat Alan Wake 1. <laughs> so they knew. I was like, they did it just for me. <laughs> They're like, we're in for Chris. Uh, and they were like, he's done it. Well, hit the reveal button. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, apparently they're going for more so the first game, I guess, was action-adventure with horror elements. This one is horror-survival. They're going for survival horror, yeah. so, which is interesting. I wonder what they're going to do with it. Um, but, I mean, the reveal trailer was not much to go off of, but 2023 is what it said yeah, for release date. Off. So it's a ways off, but still kind of cool. It's nice that just after I finish something, I have the sequel to look mm-hmm. forward to. <clears throat> doesn't That doesn't happen very often. And then after that was... What was next? It wasn't Sonic, was it? Uh, I think it was. The Sonic trailer? Yeah. Yeah. I was excited for that. I mean, it's kind of cool. To, I mean, it is a video game movie, so mm-hmm. that makes sense that they had that. But I was excited to see... Yeah, movie and TV 
um, announcements for for the Game Awards show. Mm-hmm. And they kept all of them felt like they were very much so re- in the universe of video yes. games. <clears throat> and then I liked the first movie. Yeah, me too. I mean, as a Sonic fan, we're both Sonic fans, and it did a good job of like doing its own thing, but not like ruining the character of yes. Sonic. Uh-huh. Um, or Dr. Robotnik. Oh, definitely, yeah. I was um, happy with that Jim Carrey's fantastic. <laughs> I loved his um, video thing that he had. <laughs> I don't was, know was what it just, Was it just me, or did you think... I th- was thinking that Ben Schwartz was kind of confused. Like, even he was... I didn't, wasn't sure if he understood what was happening or not. I don't know. <laughs> just done greater than the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept doing it. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> oh, man. But the trailer looked good. Happy yep. to see trail, uh, trails, Tails and Knuckles. Yeah. And a Chaos Emeralds. Yep. So. Makes me wonder. Okay, so in the first movie, going backwards now, um, they had to redo the all of Sonic's uh, how he looked, right? Yeah, thank God. <laughs> did they have tails already in the bag, and and the Knuckles characters, like, what did they look like? Yeah, that's a good question, because <laughs> if their main character looked that bad, <laughs> yeah, Tails looks like a real fox. Yep. Knuckles is just a dude. <laughs> yep. With brass knuckles on, they're like, oh, this isn't going to work at all. <laughs> Uh man, I don't know. Changing that's one of the best decisions the studio has ever made. Yes. was changing the Sonic oh, design the after. Design I think changed. that's what honestly made, made them money. I, yep, was at least I'm going to say it was at least fifty percent of the reason Definitely. I saw it in theaters yeah. was just for the fact that they listened to fans and gave them an actual Sonic look. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, they get my money now. Yeah, I want would have probably seen it either way, but how ugly he was before. That would not have been a day one. Not that something being ugly is it's a reason not to support it. But when it's a character that's established, use his gosh darn look. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't change him. Uh, what do you have next? Um, I have next the New Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Which I need to play the original because I... It's on PC It's now. on PC now, so I need to play it. It's yeah. good. I, I really liked uh, Horizon. Well, I know that it was based off of the... Well, not based on... Uh, it's similar to Breath of the Wild, they said. Well, they came out at the same time. Yeah. Like, with less than a month of each other. Mm-hmm. So, the timing... I played Breath of the Wild first and had zero desire to play Zero um, Horizon because I just... At that point, it was just too soon. I didn't want to do another big open world game. Yeah. But I did end up playing it finally last year. And it it's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And not trashing on Zelda at all, but what I like more about it is it has an established story mm-hmm. that is... Well done. It's a very intriguing story. Oh, right, right, um, yeah. Like and an actual storyline. An actual storyline. Yeah. Was not to say... Zelda's not known for its storyline. No. So I'm not, like, trashing on it at yeah. all. But I liked that it had a storyline, and just there was... I don't know. The the new monsters were really cool. Some of the dungeons and stuff you could find were fun to, like, go through and, like, properly difficult. I don't know. I'm excited for the sequel, and it sure looks pretty. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're making it. And, okay, next was the reveal of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Coming to the Epic Game Store. Yes. So that got me excited, because now my friends who don't have exactly. PlayStation, like you, <laughs> yep. can play it. So, are you and planning the, on... I think so. Because um, I never have actually played all... I only played, like, a few... Like, an hour or so of the original, the original original. Oh, yeah, so you don't know much. Then. Exactly, so it'll be a new game for me, totally. Good. And, I mean, like I said before, too, they changed it enough for even if you... Whether you have or you haven't, it's kind of its own standalone thing yeah. at this point. But it's still have... an RPG, though, right? Very much so. And so still it's a, turn-based. It's, it's more action RPG now. Oh, okay. Um, but you, so you you can switch between characters, and the... it's hard to explain. But there is a way. 
I never bothered with it, but you can basically turn it to like a turn-based system where it slows down the action. Um, but the the way that the actual gameplay works is so fluid mm-hmm. that once you figure it out, it's just it's just fun. Yeah. Um, I obviously love turn-based RPGs, mm-hmm. but I love the way that it played. It was just very fluid, and it is the integrated yes. version, so you get the DLC too. Yeah. So you'll definitely, if you end up getting it, you'll have to let me know what you think. I will. Yeah. But yeah, I was definitely happy to see that. Uh, 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 uh. And then, so next was best action game. Yeah, and you played this game, right? I have. Yep. And I learned something uh, during its uh, announced dur- during their um, what do they call it when they say you won? Um, their their speech, the, their yeah, award speech. But or? when they say and oh, whatever, when they were announced as the winner, they said House Mark. Oh, the and the developer. The, the developer. Or, okay. Yeah. And I've always thought it was House Marquee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've played, I mean, since PS3, I've played at least a handful of games of theirs. I've always said House Marquee. <laughs> when Returnal was coming out, I was like, oh, cool, another game by House Marquee. I loved Super Stardust and Rezogun. Biz Marquee's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's part of their team. Um, but yeah, no, I was happy to see they won it. I was a little surprised, not because it didn't deserve it. But I just assumed one of the bigger names was going to win. That's what I was thinking too. That's kind of a um, a returning thought with a lot of these awards. It, that you can tell, in my opinion, the who won a lot of these things. You can tell that it is fan based, mm-hmm. um, which I know they do have a jury that adds some to the the votes, but it's mostly fan based. Yeah, and you could see that. And I think Returnal was a big uh, indicator of mm-hmm. it being fan based. Yeah. Um. Why don't you? Go over a couple points that you saw next. There's this. This is where it started to get a little bit more. Yeah, like, just, just like a few like reveal, reveal or yeah, news, news. It, it, yeah, it wasn't uh, as much of the award show. It was just the reveals. <clears throat> um, uh, a game with big creatures, bony spider human creatures that look scary. The slitter, I, I won't play. Slitterhead. Slitterhead. Yeah. Yeah, I I, that's I exactly what I put here. Um, looks creepy. Not gonna play it. <laughs> <laughs> and then another um, survival game. Um, Nightingale, which is like a set in the like Victorian universe. That's the one I didn't write it down here, but I thought I did. Where they have like a um, marionette look to them. Was that that one? Oh, maybe I missed skip that one. It might have been later. Yeah. No, this one's just just plain, you know, arc or. Um, uh, oh, where you can craft, you can make yep, your own uh-huh. buildings and stuff? Okay. Valheim, any of those ones. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of announcements and very few that I was like, yes, I'm gonna, yeah. that looks really good. So some of these started to blend together, mm-hmm. and I didn't write down a lot of notes. But yep. anyway, keep going. Uh, then there's the Golem game. So, yeah. Yeah. So that looks interesting. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to make it. Like, is it going to be, it's going to be like an, an action game, it looks like, mm-hmm. or it sounded like, um, but you play kind of the schizophrenic side <laughs> of Golem and Smeagol. Yeah. So is it going to be like, are you going to switch between the characters essentially, or is it going to make you switch? And you, like, I don't know. It'd be interesting if they really, like, turn what a uh, one-player game could be like if you have two characters that are fighting for control. There's a lot of potential as to what they could do. Mm-hmm. The trailer obviously didn't show a lot. Yeah. Um, but I would I I like the idea of it being like a stealth-based yes. game. Yes. Oh, that's right. It is stealth-based. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like. I don't know. I'm not nearly as much of a Lord of the Rings fan as mm-hmm. as you and others, but I think the game has a lot of potential. So I mean, they could just go with like 
Oh, choose to do the right thing, the less violent thing, and you're you're Smeagol. <laughs> but if you go all bad, then you're you're Golem. Yeah. So it's like a light side, dark side, like choose your own adventure, which would be kind of cool. Be cool, but I feel like that's just been done. It's before. a cop out at now, at yeah. this point. But I mean, if they do it right, though, that's always like the choice based system is always. I mean, yes, is always fun. But like you said, it yeah. is kind of ever since Kotor, it has been basically stomped into the ground yeah <laughs> and and most games don't use it that well mm-hmm. like your your decisions don't make that much of a difference yeah so i mean and i can't imagine that it would with a golem based right game. I mean, you know the ending <clears throat> yeah <laughs> but overall do you think it's something that you would probably play um i think i don't know if i'd play it but i would be excited to watch watch gameplay play. On it. yeah <laughs> i get it um so next was the world premiere of somerville I didn't see that. Well, I mean, I didn't pay attention to that one. That's so. totally fine. Yeah. Uh, this might have been the one where they had like the marionette-looking like designs to it. If I see that later, then I'll I'll change this. But that was one thing. <clears throat> something about the design of that game had me intrigued. Mm-hmm. Which it, it's not hard for me. Like a lot of games, like they just look like, and it's not it's not necessarily fair to say that, but they look like generic first-person shooters yeah. or generic action games. And I'm just kind of like, eh, maybe I'll hear those, something yeah. eventually that'll intrigue me, but I'm not watching mm-hmm. out for it. But when the art style or the design choices are sometimes just that much different, yep. it'll catch me. Your attention. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's what this game did. And like I said, I'll correct this later if I'm wrong, because I know I wrote down Marionette, at least in a tweet. Mm-hmm. But I liked the look of like what it looked like. Yeah. Everything had like a toyish look to it, um, whereas also looking realistic. Um, and next was cool. I'm a big fan of live performances, even when I don't know the music necessarily. I did play Cuphead, and I really liked it. But oh, as, yeah. I, as I was sitting there, I was like, I don't recognize this song. Um, but I have. I would be lying if I said like I've just listened to the Cuphead soundtrack over and over again. But it turned out it was because it was a new song for a Cuphead DLC. Okay, yeah. And at this point, Jasmine was actually sitting there with me, and even she that the the little trailer thing? the trailer they oh, put that together. Was, she was like, <laughs> was well, like, she cool. was like, this is adorable. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they did a really good job uh-huh. with it. Not the game itself, but it does. I mean, the style of the trailer of the of the uh, you know, mm-hmm. it was it was cool. It was, it was just uh, it was very enticing. Like, yeah, it just the, that studio was it Studio MHR, whatever they are, MDR, something like that. They have they definitely understand like creative choices. Yeah. I, Cuphead to me is still one of the prettiest games I mean, out they there. Can make a game that looks like that. Yeah, it, and it would work. I'm it sure. Literally, lo- they could. I'm sure they could. Yeah. They did that whole video. Cuphead literally looks like a 1930s, 40s it, cartoon. I know, frame for frame. Uh-huh. It's insane. While you're playing it, it looks like you're watching a cartoon. Yep. I mean that they have talent. Yes, they do. <laughs> so I don't know. I I have finished Cuphead once, and it's been a while now. So I wouldn't mind playing it again and getting more excited for the DLC because the, they are fun games. Maybe we should play it together. Yeah. I like I like co-op. I like dying all the time. Yeah, the game. dying a lot and dying together. <laughs> um, and the next was best art direction, and that award went to Deathloop. Oh, that's right. Which yes. definitely has very good art direction. <laughs> I, I've heard good things about it. Of course, it's a game I probably will never play. Yeah, it's um, very stylistic, but extremely. I've heard the story is also very good, which it, I think it was in running for. Story it, it was. As well. It's been running for. Game of the Year and um, yeah, best narrate narrative. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, they did a good job. And also, it. one of the voice actors was was in it. He was too. yeah, he was he, not nominated. Two two of them were oh, nominated both were? for best. Yeah, the main 
male character and the main female um cole and juliana the okay. main female character so I mean, yeah. i've heard this the, the idea of the game is pretty cool it, i mean it's basically day after or yeah not day after tomorrow i do that all no, the time. no no um, um live die repeat which is not what its name is it's but, yeah um edge of tomorrow edge of tomorrow there <laughs> yeah. we go um same concept where basically you're living the same day out yes. over and over again trying to find the right yes ending <laughs> more but or it less. adds in the that you as the player um as Cole, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you get three lives, I think, for each... Per, per day. Per day. Yeah, and then... And yeah, then, so you have a little bit more flexibility there. And you can also play as the other character, the girl. That's just like a... That's like a versus mode. Right, like that's a versus mode, but she has one... So, okay. <laughs> one life. So what's cool about that is you can infiltrate anybody's... Like, just randomly infiltrate exactly. their game. Yeah. And during the actual game that does happen, like, whether it be a computer or a real person, they'll mm-hmm. infiltrate your game. And they can do things like try to set up. They can be very aggressive and yeah. go right for you, or they can be very sneaky yeah. and try no because each right? level has yeah each level has a very direct path. Mm-hmm. You you don't have to take that path, but there are things you have to do before you can leave. Yeah. So they can try to outplay you and like maybe set mines all around the objective, uh-huh. or set trip mines by the exit, or you know like do this and that. It's it's pretty tricky. Yeah, that <laughs> like, sounds really cool, though. The concept was fantastic. Yeah. The game was deserving of any awards that it was nominated mm-hmm. for. But best, direct, best Art Direction was a good one to win because it's not... I It, it was probably the most unique mm-hmm. game this year that was nominated, hands down. Yeah. Um, What do you have next on your well, notes? Well, I had Sonic Frontiers in that list too but I don't know where it was it's somewhere around I don't have it I know I tweeted about it okay but I don't have it written down well we'll talk about it that now because I think it was right before yeah, that yeah I think so the The way that these two notes go don't mm-hmm. make sense next to each other okay. so I know I'm forgetting something yeah <clears throat> uh, so go ahead but yeah as far as the trailer goes again it's like um, showing cool things but not saying what it is very I have to believe they're going for an open world. Thing. It sounds like an open zone, they called yeah, it. Yeah, because the way they showed off all those areas was mm-hmm. very wide, expansive. Yeah. God, I mean, that trailer was pro- is easily the most beautiful Sonic trailer we've seen yes. to date. But fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> we thought that about Sonic 2006. Uh, Sonic falls in love with a woman. <laughs> it's not normal. I just wonder how they're going to handle Gotta Go Fast in, a, in an open world setting, if they do that. Yeah, I, oh, you said fool me once already, but I I don't know what it is with Sonic games, but I do always fall prey to like maybe this is the one I play. It could be this every, could be the one. It could be. I hope it is because obviously Sonic Mania was that good, but that was outsourced. Yes. But like even like and recently, also retro. yeah, very much so. And I so throughout Sonic's history. This podcast is going to go long. No, it's okay. <laughs> so throughout Sonic's history, obviously, great, 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 great till Dreamcast. Sonic Adventure 1, fantastic. Sonic Adventure 2, okay. Sonic 06, we just yeah. fell off the cliff. And yep. then they, for, like, it's like they continued to try to, like, <laughs> like dredge out of that, like, water they fell into and just couldn't. Mm-hmm. With, to me, the, the one exception, now I didn't play all of them, but Sonic Generations mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the side scrolling parts were better, but even yep. the 3D parts I didn't feel were that bad despite some of their flaws. And I've always heard good thing about Sonic Colors. Yeah, same here. But I just I tried Sonic Forces. I don't. I think it was also a Switch thing. Like it was an early Switch release, and mm-hmm. I was like, I fell prey. That game just wasn't good. <laughs> I played that at PAX, and I, it was a hard pass I for me. I even played it at PAX and still tried. <laughs> <laughs> I still finished it because I'm, you know, 
me. But I feel like it was a Sonic fan fiction creator. It was weird. <laughs> I don't know. I I would even I would say I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic, but the closer the game gets to coming out, I'm probably just going to fall into the hype train and, <laughs> and buy it day one. So, but I potential is there. If you haven't watched the trailer for it, talk. You know, you have, but if anybody hasn't, you should watch the trailer. It does look awesome. Yeah. You're not the hero that the game deserves, but you're the hero it needs. <laughs> me, personally? Yes, yes, if you buy the game day one. That's what they want. Suckers like me. At least I don't like... Oh, never mind, I'm not going to get into that. Um, anything else? Uh, not that I can... I think we were going to be in, in line with it. Okay. So then, I've got another award coming yeah, after that. That's what I had, to. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy getting a narrative award. Mm-hmm. Best narrative. That, that was, was cool, because it's rare for a... I mean, that's not really a licensed game. I mean, it's um, definitely as far a licensed as, like, game. It is licensed, not but not like... Based. Exactly. It's, it's it's licensed from Marvel, but not based on just the movie. Which, yeah. Which is always, it's always hit or miss. Yeah. Because the Avengers game came out last year, and that uh-huh. was not a hit. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> but, I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast already. The game was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, the narrative was easily deserving of the reward. Reward. Award. It's yeah. a reward that they won. Yes. But... Um, I don't know. They just did such a good job di- directing all of the characters. I mean, the emotion that they... We have established, like, thoughts with these characters, you know, whether you read the comics or you watched the movies, but they were standalone. They did not feel just like the characters from the comics or the movies. Mm-hmm. They basically taught, told you a little bit about their own backstories, which were very... Uh, slightly, maybe slightly, maybe very different than other retellings of them or earlier tellings of them but they made you just appreciate it like yeah. i don't know it was a great game it really was i was happy to see they won it Me I, too. Yeah. I don't want to say it was the most deserving um right but it was definitely deserving mm-hmm. of that award um so after that i think right after that they did the reveal of the suicide suicide squad oh right yeah kill the justice league mm-hmm. um all I'm going to say is that game looked phenomenal. Like, yeah, like it does. Graphically, you know, they're doing that cross where it's still not super realistic, but mm-hmm. the gameplay looked super fluid. Yeah. Like, I'm not wrong that a lot of that was gameplay, right? It seemed like it, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a Suicide Squad fan. I'm not really a DC fan. Um, very casual. I'll watch the movies. You know, I like mm-hmm. Batman, but yeah, I thought the game looked cool. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to be excited for it. I'm sure, yeah. And I think I missed it, but somewhere before that was the the quick little reveal of the Wonder Woman game, right? Oh, right. Yeah, it wasn't even a it was just reveal. A, it was just Wonder Woman. They showed Wonder Woman in yeah, the name in and a that it's coming. Yeah. Format. yeah. But eh, it's still cool. I'm glad to see... It's kind of stupid that Wonder Woman hadn't had a game by now. That's true. Like, <laughs> how... And she's been around just as long as Superman almost. Uh-huh. And he's had a billion terrible games. Uh-huh. Like, why, why couldn't? <laughs> why doesn't Wonder Woman have at least one terrible game? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, like, not to say that it kind of almost just shows the, the industry is sexist at times. You yeah, know, like that's true. Like, a how is this female character? Oh, uh, we can't have yeah, that. guys don't want that. Which I'm sure some guys don't, but whatever. Um. Anyway, Suicide Squad looked good. Looked like it's going to be a PS5, Xbox Series console exclusive. So very next gen. Uh, what do you have next? Um, I, there are probably some things I, I missed. Um, I just have the next uh, next award. Okay, so there were a couple things before that. I think um, for spoken. 
Oh yeah, um, I saw that. Interesting looking. Uh-huh. N- didn't get a lot from it. It's the kind of game that just from the trailer, it's the kind of game that I by default tend to play. Yeah. Very just story driven with action adventure. Mm-hmm. I w- am not like excited for yeah. it, but I know how I am, and I know that the you know a couple more trailers sell me on it, I'll probably play it. Yeah. And I like that it looked like a lot of elemental type attacks. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Running <clears> through grass. Mm-hmm. It looks important. like yeah. Right, I love whenever you can run through fields of grass. Um, looks like PS5 PC exclusive. Well, that's not exclusive. It's on two con- two things, but yeah, PS5 console exclusive. Yeah. Then they did Warhammer Space Marine Two. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people are excited about that. A very, Only... a very a specific set of people, I believe. Yeah, which is a big set of people. Though. It is. Yes. I uh-huh. only it, only thing I really know about Warhammer, which I know things about it. I have friends that have played it. Um, but I just remember going to the mall and they had the Games Workshop in the mall, and I just always like had them like let me play the demo mm-hmm. <laughs> even though i played it by that point a handful of times i was just i loved the idea of it but did not have the money for it yeah but the time i had the money for it i didn't have the time for it i guess yep. which that's not true i have time i just didn't have time <laughs> for that specifically i guess okay then we had saints row which i could care less mm-hmm. could care less you i could not care could less not about. care less if you could care less that means i care a little yeah and i don't care a little um, people will probably want to play it. That's cool. I'm not one of them. Did you ever play Fall Guys? You probably didn't. No. Fall Guys has some new content coming out based off of Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. Very random. <laughs> I, the, for the reveal level that it was, yeah. I was like, what? Why? That's random. Uh-huh. And then after that, they showed that there's all these video game characters coming too. Uh-huh. Bomberman, Shovel Knight, uh, Kena from the Bridge of Spirits, oh, yeah. plus some others. I didn't have... It went quick and I didn't rewatch it. Um... Real quick note on Fall Guys, Battle Royale, I love that style, mm-hmm. like the Last Man Standing style of games, but it's all platformer. Yeah. The game is so freaking frustrating. <laughs> and it's not because the game itself is hard, which it is. I hated, hated being forced to do multiplayer at stuff when you're playing with these morons that don't know what they're doing and you die because of them. <laughs> There's, you have to make it through five stages and I would get through... Because it's random, I'd mm-hmm. get through three, four, and I'd even be in first place each one of them. And I'd get to the you know the stage before last, it'd be a multiplayer stage where I was stuck on a team with these guys that are running in different directions, not working together at all, and I lose. Yeah, so infuriating. That sounds stupid. <laughs> but the game is still pretty popular, from what I understand. I've had people ask me if I wanted to play it, and I always say no because I was so mad last time I played it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's cool to see that it's getting support. I mean, with like Fortnite and stuff, you can tell that getting support from all these other uh, genres and stuff is very big. <laughs> Apparently, crossovers. Crossovers, yeah. yeah. Yep. Just Night Before Christmas was a funny one. Yeah. Okay, go ahead with uh, the next award. Oh, yeah. Um, this was Best Action Adventure, right? Yep. And Metroid Dread winning that was very nice. Very deserving. I'm, I'm glad it did. Um. I was a little sad that the team couldn't come up and, and accept it. I was surprised that he came up by himself. But yeah, but maybe was, there was a reason for that. Yeah, Mr. Bowser. He seemed very nervous too, which I was surprised by. A little stiff. Yeah, and I've seen him talk before. He's, he's not. Reggie. He's not. Well, Reggie was stiff too, but oh, Reggie yes, had so but, much personality yes, behind uh-huh. his like. I would not say Reggie was the world's best speaker. Like most most. Um, Animated? animated or enthusiastic speaker no, but, but the passion a... behind everything exactly, he did yeah. uh-huh. was just I was telling Jasmine about it yesterday and yeah. I mean obviously she was just appeasing me mm-hmm. but I was just like there's nobody like Reggie he's I mean there are but yeah. he's like one of for Nintendo he was kind of one of a kind Yeah, but I, I like Doug Bowser I just wish we'd see more of him Yeah, I love 
I loved Reggie's fun mm-hmm. aspects. Like when they did the um, Nintendo World Championship thing a few years ago, and he did the whole like Rocky man, um, montage uh-huh. of like getting ready for it and like using uh, Wii remotes as weights <laughs> and had his Wii, Wii Fit headband on mm-hmm. and like he would get into it, you know? Yeah. Yep. It just like sometimes I miss that part the of fun Nintendo because yeah. uh-huh. it doesn't like you don't see it as much anymore. Like no. even going back to the Wii U with the Star Fox Zero reveal, mm-hmm. remember when they yeah. did the whole Muppet thing yep. with Reggie puppets, yeah. and uh-huh. Shigeru and uh, Iwata? Yeah, I like that was fun. Like yeah. I love that part of Nintendo. I don't know. Yeah, hope they bring it back. But I was I was happy to see Metroid win. It deserved yes, hundred percent deserved to win Best Action Adventure Game. Yeah. All right, so um, why don't you go ahead and go over the next point? Uh, next one I have was the new Dune game, which was an RTS 4X game that's going to be coming out. Didn't really explain much in the trailer. It was no. just, it looked cool, I guess. It definitely looked like Dune. Yeah, it was Dune. <clears throat> there was sand. I I think I told you before that my um, exposure to Dune prior to the movie just last month was basically very minimal. Never saw the movie. Never read the books. Um, but I did play a Dune PC game in yeah. the mid-90s or so. Yeah, you're not alone. I'm sure that a lot of people, that's their exposure to Dune, was either playing it or just seeing it. Yeah. So, I don't I'm kind of, it's kind of nice game. to see the game is following in that footsteps of that RTS style. Yeah. Um, and it seems like, like I said, I don't have a lot of knowledge about the, the universe, mm-hmm. but it seems like the RTS style is much more fitting than like an action style or much else. Like, it seems like a good call to put it in that, yeah, definitely. General format. Because you have the different houses that were, are fighting for control of Dune or whatever world that they may choose to have in this. Yeah, um, then the resources. The resources, yep, uh-huh, yeah. Spice must flow. Water, right? Water. Isn't water they don't big, need water. They don't need it? They just need spice. Well, spice, the spice of life. Um, well, I don't know, I'm excited to see more about it, though. Like, a, a current-gen uh, RTS could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I haven't really played much... Art, mini RTSs in the last few years. I know Age of Empires just had a new one. Civ Six isn't that old, but I don't know. Could be good. Um, then after that was the world premiere of Among Us VR. Oh yeah, uh, that could be interesting. I mean, Among I mean, Us is a cool concept. No, it looked cool. Yeah, I mean, the whole idea of pressing buttons and doing actions and things like that, and not being able to see what goes behind you. That you know, it could be scary. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, especially if it does its creepy like mutant mouth thing. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> terrifying. So I, it could be interesting. I think the it's game a good could, idea. yeah, it could easily bode very well to VR. Um. Okay. So then after that, I had the world premiere of Steel Rising, which I'm now correcting my earlier statement. I have here that this was the mar- the game with the marionette looking oh, okay. um, style. Uh, it was like an action adventure type game. I don't know. I just really like the art style of it. So that game from earlier um, was Somerville. Whatever I said about that earlier, just ignore. Forget I about it. I don't even remember what the game was about. We don't so like it. If we you're, don't want it. <laughs> and if you're excited about it, I'm sorry, because I don't remember it. <laughs> uh, dun, 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 dun. All right, next I, uh, I had the reveal of Rocket League Sideswipe. Mm-hmm. How exciting. <laughs> yeah, I played Rocket League, and that was it. Uh, yeah. I played it. And I mean, I liked... Uh, so Sideswipe is like a mobile game from the looks of it, okay. so even less exciting. I appreciate what Rocket League is. Yeah. I appreciate that anybody can be somewhat okay at the game mm-hmm. because it's that accessible. 
but the skill cap on that game is so high. <laughs> yeah. Playing online is miserable. I bet. <laughs> because it's just like, it doesn't take much for somebody to be way better than I am at that right. game. Right, and just stomp you and you can't really get better. It, no. It's hard when games are like that where if you want to play against actual people, you can't actually get better without somehow... I don't, I don't even know how you would. Knowing play. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe just practicing. Just, I guess. But there's a lot of tricks you have to learn that the game doesn't tell you really. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't remember the game telling you much other than how to drive. Yeah, and you hit the ball into the goal. Yeah, but you can do all kinds of crazy things mm-hmm. with those cars. The concept of the games are awesome, but I just I don't think it's for me. Not my style. Yeah. And Rocket League Sideswipe uh, definitely seems like something I probably will never download. I don't play that much on my phone. Um, but but other people are probably very excited for yeah, it. Yeah, I know that Rocket League has a huge community, so yeah. if somebody's excited for it, then good. I'm mm-hmm. glad they're making it if it's fun. Yeah. Um, all right, what did you have next? Um, Star Trek Resurgence. Yeah. Which, uh, I like the idea of another Telltale game. So that's what I was kind of confused about. Well, not Telltale. About. It's, it's Telltale uh, developers. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah. The... I was looking that up a second ago, because I was trying to pin... I had written down, was it like, and I meant to look it up earlier, but Telltale... Is it from Telltale, which I thought had gone under? It is, it's gone, yeah, but it's, the same people that were, a lot of the leads from Telltale are part of this new studio. Which, one thing they definitely do right, the storytelling. Oh, yeah. So, uh, is it going to be a story-heavy game like oh, those? I, I think or, so. Okay. They showed, like, like thing like, do you want to follow orders or oh, disobey? Okay. I must have missed that. Uh-huh. So, that's cool then. I mean, yeah. Star Trek fans don't get enough, like... They're just starting to now. Yeah, but it's like within the last couple of years since yeah. that Star Trek Discovery show. Oh, wait. Is that what it was? The show that... Yeah, I think you're right. Um, since that came out, I feel uh-huh. like the the output of Star Trek content has gone up. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's always, I get I probably won't play it, but there's no saying. That's not a definite right. fact. But I'm always happy to see when you know a fandom gets more mm-hmm. from their series that, they're, that they enjoy. Yeah. Uh, what'd you have next? Reggie. Oh, yes. It's always good to see Reggie. <laughs> and he was the one that, he did the narrative one, one right? Uh, no, best ongoing. Oh, best ongoing. Oh, that's right. That's what I made a joke about earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, what, so what did he uh, uh, give out the award for? So it was the best ongoing game went to Final Fantasy fourteen, which was up against basically PUBG, oh, okay. uh, Apex. What I don't think Fortnite was on there, but games like that, mm-hmm. the, the kind of shooter battle royale games. Yeah, um, I was happy to see Final Fantasy fourteen won because you play it and you play that, right? I haven't been playing it, but I did. I first started playing it this year, mm-hmm. um, and it is it's good. It's a lot of fun, and they do a lot of updates and they are very in tune with their community that's cool um very very much so and the director he reminds me a lot i don't remember what is yoshi something um but he reminds me a lot of uh <laughs> was it yoshi munchakupasaurus <laughs> that's him <laughs> he he's a human now um i don't remember who he reminds me of but he seems very concerned with people like when with if something's wrong in his game he takes it personally yeah um so it, yeah, you it's, see the scars on his back from every all the beatings <laughs> every time the you the have game failed fails. the community. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just a good, it's a good game. Obviously, MMOs are not for everybody, but they did a really good job with what you can do, which is just an insane amount of stuff, and just it feels very cohesive. And uh, the amount of updates they do to it, and the amount of content they add, and the events they have going on. It's very deserving of this award. I'm not going to say the other games aren't. I don't know. They're not games I play. Yeah. Um, uh, sidebar on Final Fantasy, the series. Um, is there a 15? Yeah. There is a 15. That's what Noctis. 
Okay. Is there going to be a 16? Yeah, it's what? announced. Okay. That's kind of cool, though, that 14 is still, like, supported, and who knows? Is it, So is 14 the MMO? Like, there is no other MMO Final Fantasy game Well, 11 now. apparently is still alive. Oh, I don't 11 know. was? Okay. I, it was, and I guess it's still going to some extent. Oh, wow. But I don't think it's supported. Hmm. I mean, they don't update it much or anything. And I could be wrong. There's probably plenty of people that know better than I do. Maybe it's just, like, fans have servers that made servers that oh, keep that going or something. But I know I saw an article about it not that long ago. But 14 is their game. They, okay. That's where they put their money in yeah. there. Um, and it's 10 years old now. Okay. Um, is it really 10 years old? Yeah. And wow. we can just, since we're on this sidebar, we can take a second and talk about Because this is actually pretty cool. Final Fantasy 14 came out in probably 2010. And I did not play it at when it came out. Obviously, I didn't play it until very recently. But when it came out, it was... Apparently, trash. I heard that too. <laughs> like, just whatever was wrong with it was just not good. Everybody hated it. The game was not... It was broken, I think. And instead of canceling it or whatever, they took took it back. I think they left it going, but they basically went back to the drawing board, mm-hmm. rebuilt the game, and then 2014 came out with Final Fantasy fourteen: A Realm Reborn. Oh, okay. And that's when what we have now... Truly started uh-huh. So the game in spirit has been alive for 10, 10, 11 years now Right But in its true form has been alive for less Now yes. I think it's still I think even though they went back to the drawing board A lot of content and certain things did carry over Because I think the people were able to keep playing that mm-hmm. old version But I always just appreciated the fact that they didn't give up on it Yeah And it paid off They put the work into it They realized what was wrong And instead of just saying Well sorry we're done hmm. Um they built a better game That's and nice. people like it. Yeah. And now, you know, 10 years later, it's it's winning awards for best ongoing game. Oh, that could have been Star Wars Galaxies. Instead, they did the opposite. They took like, a game and ruined it. <laughs> I never played it, but I remember you telling me that and it's literally just too bad. Yeah. The Old Republic is fun, but it's missing what it sounded like Galaxies had, which was freedom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Old Republic is great because it has the storyline and you're, you get you know, tied to your characters and the people that are in your crew, but... But Galaxies was more like a pen and paper and a... Oh, yeah. It was way more... Yeah, less structured, but so much more freedom. Yeah. Well, maybe one day we'll get something like it again. Yeah. Probably not, but yeah. Um, so we're coming up on the end here. Um, I'm going to kind of just rattle off yeah. some of the, the game announcements, and if you have anything to say about them, feel free. Uh, but we saw a Plague Tale Requiem. Dying Light Two, Crossfire. Yeah, that's cool. Seeing the like the gritty, gritty uh, retelling of the of the classic nineties, <laughs> the classic board game. Board game. Yeah. Would it be considered a board game? I, I don't mean, think so. I don't know what it would be what called. What is it? It's, it's a hungry, hungry hippos. Yes. Uh, shooting, wannabe. <laughs> uh, shooting little beads, ball bearings. Yeah. That's what. Right when I saw it, I was like, "Ooh, are they going to base it off of the old <laughs> Crossfire?" <laughs> Knowing very well they weren't, but um, yeah, so that was funny. Um, then. Well, the next one was like Corves, I think, and it's like a space, mm. um, like, oh, space flight game. I don't know what you would call it. Interesting. I didn't really take much from it. I thought it looked all right, if, yeah. but I didn't get a well, lot that, of. Wait, what about Homeworld? Was that listed in your? Is that in your list? I know I Homeworld uh, three is supposed to, was announced. I might have missed it. Yeah. Um, so I never paused, so I might have missed something. I got up for a second and missed an announcement. That could be. Is that something you're excited for? I mean, I know that's something that people will be excited for because it's uh, it's one of the better 
uh, space shooter games that gives you, I think, some freedom to build your character or like build what you want to do in the in the universe or galaxy it's based in. Was that in this time? This later part of the. I feel like it may have been. I I did skip some things too, but I noticed that it was on the list of like announcements from, uh, from the game awards. So maybe maybe this game that I'm talking about is, um, the same game. Maybe maybe I just saw a certain word and assumed right, it was the yeah, game. That could be whatever. I I don't know. So it's, it might be if there this is, is something game. else. I don't know what it's about. There's a space game. There is a space game. Maybe two. Maybe two of them. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, and then they did the first look at the uh, Halo TV series. Yes. Um, which is just cool. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. all these years later, they're finally doing a TV show based off of Master Chief. Yep. And they got the design down of you know he doesn't look like just a, a guy in a suit. He looks like Master Chief. Yeah. They look like they took him straight from the game. Yeah. So hopefully that's good for anybody who's excited for it. Um, then we had the award for best game direction, which mm-hmm. went to Deathloop. Yes. Um, which deserving the game is definitely a game of the year quality game. Um, then we had a new trailer for Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, which comes out in just a couple months. Yeah. So which also there was an award for uh, like a like a sidebar side award for most ex, most. Uh, that's right. Anticipated game. Yeah. So it won it two years in a row. I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully next year it can't win it again. <laughs> right. I think uh, Jeff Keighley made a joke, too. Like, date's the same. Like, <laughs> they didn't change the date, like, because it's been uh, pushed so many times. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't know, the game has potential. It looks cool. Yeah, it does. Um, then there was the, I had a note here, synced off planet. I don't even remember what that was. I don't even know what that note means, so I, it. maybe I shouldn't even have said it. Um, then a world premiere of Ark Raiders. Yeah, that one actually looked good to me because I'm not a big fan of the FPS games, um, especially with like the Call of Duty and Battle Zone and Warfare and yeah, I don't know all the so names. many of them. But this one at least is, is more my style, which is the PVE. Yeah, um, player versus environment, and especially with players versus giant robots. I'm a big fan of that thing. Yeah, the concept is cool for yeah. sure, and I definitely I'm a more I am more of a fan too of working with friends, like yes. co- cooperative versus enemy type things. Yep. Um, so, I don't know, maybe it's something we'll actually be able to play together. Yeah. Um, then the world premiere of The Matrix Awakens following a new trailer for The Matrix whatever, Resurrections. Resurrections. Uh-huh. Um, which, the only thing I have to note about that is I thought it was cool they dropped, basically it's a game and it came out yeah. at the time. Yeah, <laughs> it you was can download coming out it. Right uh-huh. then. So, I, don't, I never looked at it. I don't know if it's free or not, but... I think it might be. Yeah, it's, I, I got the feeling that it's more of like a tech demo for the movie. It is. It's um, an Unreal Engine tech demo. I think. Yeah. So, and that's just kind of cool. It was mm-hmm. a fun little drop. Keanu Reeves was definitely feeling his uh, his mojo while he was there. He was <laughs> yeah. full character of uh-huh. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> um, and then that's kind of where things started to wrap up. We had. Um, this is where we had the orchestra, the oh, Game yeah. Awards orchestra. That was cool. I like that. That's my one of my favorite parts each year. Is even if I haven't played all of the games or any of the games, mm-hmm. it's still fun to watch. I like, I'm not like a orchestra, like it's not, I'd be lying if I said I go to orchestras and stuff. Yeah. But I love video game music. So having the video game music along with visuals from the game yeah. really sells it. It does, yeah. it does. And the passion, like some of the people, like they as they pan over, like obviously some people are just into the zone. They're yeah. just playing their instrument. But some of them are obviously like, they're playing to the cameras, you can tell they're just having uh-huh. fun. Yeah, the guitar player. Uh-huh, yeah. like she was really into it. And then... I don't know, like, this year I'd played a few of the games, so, like, it definitely had more meaning to me, too, yeah. but 
I just love it. I love, I know, like when we go to PAX and we get to see, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the Zelda the quartet, Triforce Quartet, the Triforce ever, Quartet, um, yeah. yeah, like it's just fun. We went to the Zelda symp- Sympathy Symphony yeah. too. That was awesome. Symphony for the devil. Symphony for <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Um, but yeah, they just did a great job. I I love it. And then that ended with the Game of the Year award, which right. who won that? It was It Takes Two. Which, which was surprising to me. To me, that is the biggest show of the fact that this is a fan-awarded yes, exactly. um, thing. Which I, I do... I, the game is deserving. It was deserving to be on the Game of the Year list. It was deserving to win. But I do. part of me does wonder, the, the, the guy who went up and accepted the award, Yosef something, um, <laughs> a couple years ago, did you see a couple years ago when he was being interviewed because he just had A Way Out that released... And he went on a like a, a tangent on like how much he loves making video games and how much he hates big companies. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and he just started dropping f bombs and stuff. And like Jeff Keighley was so uncomfortable because obviously it's not perfect. There is a few, it's a live event. There's a few swear words, but they try to keep it very PG. Yeah. And you could tell Jeff Keighley like he was like you could tell he kept being like eh, <laughs> trying to stop him, but he was just so like in the zone. Part it was hilarious. <laughs> it really was, but. Part of me wonders if fans voted for the game just to get just him on stage. Of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like I said, game deserved it. I'm not crapping on that at all. I've played. I haven't finished it, but I have played it. It is a fun co-op game. Mm-hmm. They did a great job of really having making you work together yeah. and feel like you're working together to accomplish. And it's truly an a co-op goal. game. Like oh, 100. You, you can't play it by yourself. Yeah, and that's I why mean, you could if you're um, what's the guy from Smash Brothers who you can oh, play. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of his name earlier, and I cannot. Sakurai? Uh, yeah, Sakurai. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he could, maybe. <laughs> yeah. He's probably played it. But it's a cool game, and the cool thing about it, too, is if you buy the game, you can give, basically, if you have a friend on the same console, or I don't even know if it has to be the same console, but you can give them a code to download, basically, a buddy version. Oh, cool. Um, so they can't play it on their own. Yeah. Um, but they can play, with play you. online with you. Oh, that's so, really And cool. it's got couch co-op, too. He did the same thing with The Way Out. I really love how passionate he is about, like, co-op gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, the game won. It deserved it. Uh, I was surprised that some, that some of the others didn't win, mm-hmm. but not in a bad way. In a way that, like we've talked about, it just reminded me this is a fan-based voting, like, award show. Yeah. Um, and it shows, which is nice. And it's better than last year, where Last of Us Two, which I'm not saying it didn't deserve all the awards, mm-hmm. but it swept, it, it won everything, yeah. and it mm-hmm. was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. What else did Last of Us Two win? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that about wraps up the the video game awards nice for the job. year. Um, it was like we were there, basically. Maybe one year it was like you this were there. Podcast dear will listeners. get so big, <laughs> we'll all be there to support all me and all of my guests. <laughs> You'll see Jeff Keighley, and you're like, hey, buddy, you remember when we met that one time? <laughs> Um, okay, so before we wrap this up, what would you say was your most, is your now most anticipated or your favorite announcement, favorite part of the Game Awards? Oh boy, that's a tough thing to think about, try to figure out. Um, I would say, uh, um, that Sting was a was on it <laughs> you're just messing with me now bro <laughs> uh, no i think most of it was just like uh, games i gotta go back and play like the king of bridge of spirits i think and mm-hmm. the horizon zero dawn first one so i can play the second one like that's really what i, what I came away with was that like there's so many good games that 
I need to play still. Yep, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, which... Uh, is it a PS exclusive game? No, it's on Xbox too, so it's probably on PC. Eventually. Well, I mean, I don't have it either of those. But if it's on PC, then maybe, yeah. Um, and, but then, yeah, as far as new games go, maybe that... Um, I think the Arc Raiders game is probably what piqued my interest the most. Yeah. It's like PAX, when you always go away with... You go there to, to see the things you want to see, and you walk away with like one or two things that you didn't know you wanted to see. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, for me... Like I just mentioned, the orchestra at the end is always one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. I love it. it. They're fantastic. Just makes me want to go see a video game orchestra live. Yep. Um, but as far as game reveals go, I'd say the the outlying one that I'm probably excited for is that Steel Rising, the the mm-hmm. marionettes. Yeah. Um, the game with the marionette looking characters uh, looks like it's up my alley. Um, obviously, it could come out, and I end up never buying it, but. It's something that it's on my radar now that wasn't before, obviously, because yeah. it wasn't announced before. And then um, the obvious ones, a Star Wars fan, Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah, of course, like, yeah. I'm going to want to play it. I'm going to yep. buy it no matter what. And like I mentioned, I am very cautiously optimistic for Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. And cautiously is not even the right word because I'm stupid. Well, and, hardly. And I'm just optimistic. optimistic yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, other than that... I don't know. Just a fun time. Yeah, it was nice. It was it was a good show. It was. So it has. It's not for everybody. Some people don't want to sit through a bunch of things. Three hours that, of yeah. Uh, yeah, of announcements on things they'll never play, have no interest in. But that's why we just summed it all up for you in an hour. We took yeah. We we saved you time. We saved you so much time, guys. You don't have to watch it now. This was better. In fact, you probably just fast forwarded this whole episode. And you probably <laughs> listened to the first five minutes and turned it off because that's what the uh, the well not you. A- Aud- if, Audible, if you're here. You made it. You made it. You made it all the way, and good job. Yes. You're a true fan. This is why we love you. Yes. So, I guess on that note, we can call it. Um, anything else you want to add before we call it? Ooh, secret message. Secret message. For people that do get all the way through the end. Okay. You guys listening? Yeah. Here it comes. Uh, there's a secret word that you'll put on the uh, Instagram. You can tweet it to us. Or you can put it. it on the post on this post or on Instagram. Just text do, Chris. Do, honestly, or you can text me because you're probably already my friend. But go ahead and add it to this post on Instagram because that would be fun to see how many people actually hear this. What's the secret word? Sting. Sting. He's haunting me. <laughs> so message the stinking stinking word, the secret <laughs> word sting on this post about the podcast re- episode on Instagram, and we will know you're a true fan. Bet there's going to be two people. Uh-huh. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Either way, Alex, I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Hopefully we can give you another break next time. But you're apparently my only friend with as little uh, to do as I have. <laughs> so I've got all the time in the world. <laughs> but no, I do truly appreciate it. So, um, all right. So keep in mind, uh, if you haven't already, you can follow me on the socials at X Button Gaming on Instagram and X Button Gaming One on Twitter. I am trying to be more active on Twitter. Um, hopefully, not annoyingly so. But I did try to live tweet the Game Awards. Um, so if that's your kind of thing and you have any interest in what I'm talking about, go ahead and follow me. Um, and on that note, we are going to call it a day. Sorry, this one ran a little long, but if you listen to this far, then we know you're a fan, (laughs) but we will see you on the next episode and remember to always press X to continue.